last week's episode, we talked about how Eliza had to introduce a keynote speaker. This was her big challenge in the episode. So today, I am going to introduce this episode like I am introducing a keynote speaker, okay? Hi, my name is Beth. I am a co-host of this podcast, Self-Evaluation, a podcast about the 2014 hit sitcom on ABC called Selfie. And now, here's this guy. Hey, I'm Evan. I'm here to present you with a new episode of a podcast called Self-Evaluation, starring John Cho and Karen Gillan. This podcast is not starring John Cho and Karen Gillan, though I wish it was. I mean, in a way, aren't they truly the stars? Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless you think we're the stars of this podcast. You know, I kind of thought we were the stars of this podcast, but you've really brought me down to reality. And it's true. It's John Cho and Karen Gillan. This week, we are going to be doing our commentary on episode seven. Here's this guy. And or landline. And as or we landline. found out. Depending on which internet sources you use. So last week we recapped it. If you haven't heard that, you can go back and listen to that so you know what we're talking about. Or you could watch the episode, or preferably both. And then this week we are going to be talking more about what we observed during that episode and what we might have liked to see in the future had Selfie lasted for more than 13 episodes. And that's it. Yeah, please listen to our beautiful theme song and then the rest of this episode. Hey, listen to me talk about selfie. Cancel by BC in 2014. Evaluating selfie. We're still hoping for season two. Hey. I, I gotta stop doing that. What is. I don't know where this is coming from. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, I'm distracted. There's so many like cars and planes outside. Can you hear any of them? <laughs> I just hear the planes that are going over my own place. If only we didn't live in like our respective flight paths. One time I took a plane from Rochester to Toronto. Have I told you this about the Rochester International Airport? I know that there is a Rochester International Airport. Do you know why it's called the Rochester International Airport? Oh, because it flies to Canada. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like once a day. (laughs) Okay, so last week's episode. Well... Okay, technically it was two weeks, or whatever. Two episodes ago, we're introduced to the character of Julia. She is a small woman. She is very like Henry in every way, pretty much, except for she is a woman and a doctor. We get to know her in this past episode. She is very unique. Is that a fair way to describe Julia? I mean, is it fair to call her unique when you just described her as being like Henry in, and I quote, every way? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. She is, she's a very, ah, I don't know how to describe her in a way that doesn't sound mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to describe the fact that she, ah, she's like, ah, okay. I feel like I always come back to just saying she doesn't seem like a real person, which I guess technically she is not. She's a character. But she's just like, I I said I was going to start talking about Julia, and now I can't describe her. Well, I mean, you refer to her as inhuman. That's technically describing her. (laughs) Okay, well, to be fair, she is not, I'm not talking about her as a person. I'm talking about her character. So it's okay if I don't 
love the character because it's not a real person. The way they have her played is like just very caricature-y kind of. Like, you, I don't know. I feel like you're not with me here. No, well, I mean, like, I get what you... I get what you're saying, but I feel like I feel like a lot of the characters on Selfie are very extreme. You know, like they okay. have like a quality yeah. and like they really embody that quality. Mm-hmm. So Julia's so I, quality. I, I guess this would pro- prompts me to ask the question, and and we both know that that Julia's time on the show is not the lengthiest. Like like it is going to come to a close. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, thirteen episodes. So <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. That being said. If Julia were going to stick around for a longer run of episodes, I mean, in an ideal world, Selfie ran for more than half a season, what would you have wanted to have mm-hmm. seen from her that would have, like, helped change your perspective on her? Mm, that's a great question. I think it's a little hard because you're not really supposed to get attached to Julia in the course of the show because, like, I think... Everybody sort of knows that it's supposed to be like a rom-com and Henry and Eliza are in the center of it. So I feel like they played her in a way that you weren't really supposed to like her. But also in this episode, they made it very clear that you're not supposed to hate her either. Like she's a wonderful person, but you still don't really get attached to her because she is kind of formal, you know, and so like are a you little cold. that... It's hard to come up with ways to add to her character because we're not supposed to, like you said, we're not supposed to get attached to her. Like, oh, I mean, I think if it was a longer show, like I would like to see that happen. But like, I think in the course of what we actually get, they didn't want to make her too, too likable, you know. But I feel like it would be more interesting if she was like a full character. You know what I mean? Well, OK, so like my question again is like, what would get you to like her? What would get me to like her? I feel like it's the same way I think I felt about Henry and like episode one, where he's like very in control and he's like, this is this and this is this, you know, that's kind of where Julia is right now. So I feel like you need to see her like make mistakes or like do something that's just kind of like, oh, that's unexpected, you know, like right now she's still kind of very much fitting into that script of like, I am like this and so I talk like this and I do that, you know. to try to boil that down, you think that she needs flaws because she has none? Maybe. I don't know. Basically, to boil down that convoluted thing I just said, yes. I think Julia needs more flaws. I think right now you're only seeing like this very polished like outside vision of what she wants people to see, which I feel like is realistic in some ways to the way people act when they're meeting new people. You know, like everyone that she's meeting right now, she's meeting them for like the first time. Basically. So let me issue a belated spoiler warning because I guess me saying she doesn't stick around is like a <laughs> mild spoiler in and of itself. But um, Henry and Julia do not work out. Do you think that it's good that she has no inherent defects within the context of them not, you know, not becoming mm. like a permanent item? Hmm. I guess okay. I mean, it makes it more makes it more on Henry to like make that decision because I feel like if she had like this big flaw, then you could point to it and be like, "Oh, that's why it didn't work out because she's like this." Whereas because she's a wonderful person and like on the surface seems like a perfect fit for Henry when he 
decides not to be with her, it's because of something that Henry knows about himself rather also, than... Also, like, I don't want to spoil next week's episode or anything, <laughs> but doesn't next week's episode present a flaw or, like, a reason that her and Henry are not to be? Is that his birthday? I'm pretty sure. I don't see, I don't see that as being a flaw of Julia's. I see it as being a mark of why they're not a good fit. Because you can be, like, a great person and not be a good fit for someone, you know? So I feel like that's more what it is. But maybe not. Yeah, but I feel like within the context of, a, of like, a relationship, that all that matters is whether or not you're a good fit. Like, doesn't that make yes. you... Doesn't that make you, like... Isn't... Within the context of your relationship, isn't that a flaw? Oh, boy. Uh, okay, I thought we were talking about, like, Julia's flaws. Yeah. It wouldn't be Julia's flaw. It would be the relationship's flaw, which is different. No, I, like, okay, because, but you're saying that she's, like, the, it would make her, like, a bad fit. Yeah, I feel like we're talking in a circle around this. But it's not, it's not, like, this is a flaw that Julia has, which makes her unfit for all relationships. It's no, but it makes like, her unfit for is, Henry. Yeah, okay. I think we're on the same page here. We're just talking around it, each other. Isn't that, isn't that, like, a, I just think that, like you said, no one is going to be, like, the perfect match for everyone, but we only care about we only care about any character that exists on Selfie in their relation to either Henry or Eliza and also to a lesser extent Charmony. Okay. That's like yeah. so like anyone who appears, we judge them on their merits based on how well they jive with the characters that we already care about. So mm-hmm. if Julia doesn't a hundred percent like like click or get along with Henry, isn't that a failing on her part? <laughs> I guess so. But it's not like in the context of me saying like, I want to see that Julia has flaws. I more mean I want to see that Julia like has areas of her life that are not perfect, you know? Like, am I making sense? I just feel like a character who seems as completely put together as Julia is not as interesting because like, okay, maybe it's just me. I can't relate to that because I don't, I just feel like the way they have her, like, she's perfect. Like, the way she dresses is perfect. She's perfect at cooking. She's perfect at her job. You know what I mean? Like, she's at least, like, on the surface, she's perfect at being in this relationship. You know, she's, like, not too clingy and stuff. But isn't that, like, but isn't that boring? That's what. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, it's not interesting. Yeah, but isn't, but isn't that, like, I feel like being boring is a huge flaw. <laughs> okay. So maybe there's that. I don't know. I don't want to like hate on Julia's character too much. She's really she's not unlikable. She's just you not likable either. You don't like her, so she must no, be unlikable. No, I'm, no, I I don't dislike her. I just don't like her either. Like I just feel very indifferent towards her character. All right, so here's a question. Okay. Um, in New Girl season one, <laughs> I think it's okay. season one. It might be season two. There is an episode called. Uh, Jess and Julia. Uh, Nick starts dating. Nick uh, at one point wanted to be a lawyer, so he, but he never like took the bar. Um, he meets a lawyer named Dr- Julia, and they okay. start dating. She's played by Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, the re- and the reason I bring this up is because she sort of plays this. There's sort of like this, this trio, this this dynamic between the three characters between Nick, between Jess, and between and with Julia, because. Um, Julia is like okay. a very 
really has her life together. And, you know, she's like a successful lawyer. And Nick, like, I don't know what he does. I guess he was tending bars still at this point in the series. And mm-hmm. Jess is like a school teacher, but also like has her head in the clouds. And so how would you have wanted to see... And I guess we saw a little bit of it of it in this episode. How would you have wanted to see the Julia on Selfie interact more with like the, the two of them together in a way that would have maybe made us want her to stick around for longer. Because hmm. I, I really liked the dynamic between, like, Lizzie Kaplan, Zoe Deschanel, and um, and Jake Johnson. Like, I thought it was really good. I thought it was very funny. But I don't think that we, at this point in the series, I don't think we have that yet with um, John Cho, Karen Gillan, and other actor. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if we can come up with that one. I don't know either. Yeah, well, okay, so at this point... Pretty much what we see is like there's some low-key name-calling kind of back and forth, both to Henry about the other woman, you know. So there's that, which not that funny to me, but anyway. Yeah, I think at this point, both women are like very trying to present as very self-assured about their respective relationship with Henry. Okay, this is just conjecture, you know. If say julia had gone with henry to that event instead of just saying oh you go ahead like that's the kind of thing that would like bump up the dynamic because like eliza was so happy to see him there if he had come with julia i think she would have just been like you didn't have to come man like or julia witnessing that i think also would throw off the dynamic okay i really like the idea that and maybe this is a flaw of hers I really like the idea that within that within certain circles, Julia is irresistible and guys are just flocking to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she has like no social media presence or anything, right? Like, yeah. And she doesn't really always see it. Like she doesn't always like perceive what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this, because there's that throwaway line where she says that she has like a gaggle of a throng, throng, a throng throngs yeah, of male of cohorts. Male cohorts. Um, so yeah, she like she goes with Henry to this to Pharmaceuticon, and there are guys who are just kind of like, oh, you're Julia. I don't know. She, she's just, yeah, like, yeah, garnering yeah. a lot of attention. I think that's... I think that is funny. Mm-hmm. And I think that produces a really interesting dynamic where Henry needs to sort of, like... I think Henry needs to sort of, like, search himself, and, like, it leads him to maybe think more on the idea of, like, what... Uh, and I'm putting, like, scare quotes around this, like, like what cheating is. Because there's, like, literal cheating, and then there's sort of, like, the emotional cheat, where it's like, oh, maybe I'm going to lead someone on. That's not, like, that's not explicitly cheating by most metrics, but it is, like, mm-hmm. not good. Like, don't do that if you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So just the whole idea where it's like, oh, she's spending time with lots of men, but, like, she's, but, like, emotionally, she doesn't, there's, like, nothing there. Whereas, like, I'm spending a lot of time with Eliza, so is... Uh, and oh, so it makes we him connect, question so his relationship with Eliza. Right. Hmm. I mean, that... I like that idea, and I like that idea of, yeah, Henry seeing Julia in a context with other people, because I don't feel like we get that during the course of the show. So that's the kind of thing that either could have happened, like, pre-breakup, or bringing her back into his life afterwards, like if we're talking mm-hmm. about season two. Or whatever and i had another thought and i will try to think about it so i'll just carry on 
<laughs> okay. I also, I feel like that could go many different directions because Henry seen her with like other men, maybe doctors or whatever. It could also lead him the other direction of saying like, I see her getting along really well with these doctors. Maybe, maybe we don't have something that's as special as I thought. Or saying like, oh, I shouldn't be keeping her from them because really I realize like my affections are elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like it could, it could go a lot of directions. It could either make him feel more jealous and like want to hang on to her or make him feel like, oh, maybe I should let her go. You know, I, th- I think, I think not to disregard your suggestions. <laughs> but go ahead. Disregard my suggestions. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your permission. Um, I, I'm just really fixated on this whole like, her being like Henry, you have nothing to worry. Henry, you have nothing to worry about. I have no emotional connections to any of these to any of these men. They just can't stop. You know, I'm, that's me doing my best Julia impression. <laughs> it's it's okay. <laughs> um, and then she's like, but you and Eliza, you're like simply, you are simply like you are contemporaries and also friends. But you're like you're just friends, right? Like there's there's uh, there's obviously nothing that I have to worry about. And then I think that's when Henry's just kind of like, he needs, like, I think he needs to be able to do some soul searching and determine whether or not he can truthfully tell her, mm-hmm. yeah, like, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. A part of this episode is we sort of, like, look ahead to what episodes might have aired had this show had a longer lifespan. And I think it would have been fun to, and this is not an atypical sort of sitcom formula, to have Eliza and Julia both have to go to like a conference of some sort. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like a sales thing because mm-hmm. um, Julia is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this is like a successful businesswoman kind of thing that they, well, I mean, I guess Julia's not a businesswoman. Maybe like a, like a yeah, successful. I mean, she might own her practice. True. Like they implied that she might. But so she is already going. Mm-hmm. Henry sort of pushes Eliza to go as well. They wants room- them to bond? Um, that's, that's what I'm not, I'm not yeah. 100% on. But I think the point is that they both go to this together and they're mm-hmm. free of Henry. And then, and then mm-hmm. I think Henry is totally fine with it. Larry is the one who's kind of like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like broads always, you get them together in a room and they'll, they'll like tear you to pieces. And then Henry's like, oh, what are they saying about me? Okay. Yeah, that makes <laughs> that seems definitely like something could happen. Yeah, because he, you know, he's been a lot more, I would say, emotionally vulnerable around Eliza. They've known each other for longer, so maybe Eliza saying like, "Oh yeah, like Henry this," and then Julia's like, "Oh, I, I never knew that about Henry." And the whole thing that the hot tamale moment, you know, obviously that's not something Henry has told Julia about. I I don't think that Eliza would tell Julia. I don't know. I don't think she would either, but I think Henry would worry that she might. Hmm. Just maybe he picks her up from the conference and he's just like, I just need to let you know that on this date, at this time, <laughs> nothing untoward took place. Yeah. So he's the one that gives it away because he thought but then, But then Julia would also be like, well, we were not in a relationship at that point in time. So I do find it a little peculiar that you would find the need to give me this blow by blow as to the events that took place but Mm -hmm. i appreciate your honesty (laughs) and i think and i think that's an off-putting way for someone to respond to your outpouring of honesty i mean obviously we've we've established that julia is a little robotic okay 
You said it that time, not me. Well, yeah. I don't yeah, feel bad about it, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of an episode where Julia and Eliza have to spend extended time together, whatever the context of it is, because I feel like the conversations they would have would be interesting. I feel like actually they probably would end up finding common ground somehow. But I think, especially like if Larry got into Henry's head, I feel like it's the kind of thing Henry would stress out about. I mean, and I'm also, I'm also about like, I'm also about like female solidarity. I'm not about women turning women against each other. I do think ideally the two of them find common ground Mm -hmm. in a perfect world. This episode at some point also passes the Bechdel test. (laughs) I don't know. I'm, you know, big, big dreams. (laughs) So yeah, I actually, for, I, I actually do think that there's a lot to milk from this whole like, Henry is dating this woman who is very much like himself. Mm-hmm. Like all, I think a lot of these scenarios that we're sort of uh, painting here specifically work with Julia, who is sort of like this carbon copy, as as, as you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. What I wanna, what I wanna posit and sort of like build off of from that is you. Okay, to say you're ambivalent, it seems a little dishonest. But let's say that you're ambivalent about Julia. Assuming that Selfie went on for multiple seasons and it took Henry and Eliza a long time to finally pair up with one another, let's say that Henry dates another different woman who is neither Eliza nor Julia. Okay. What, who's, what's your ideal image of who, who this person is? Because I think, because I yeah. think that there's a spectrum in which yeah, Eliza occupies yeah. one side and Eliza and um, Julia occupies the other side, and there has to be, you know, like a middle ground, like a fun librarian or something who's in the middle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Okay. Um. What is in between Eliza and Julia? Hmm. Well, I guess I guess it also depends. Do we do we want to like this person? You know what I mean? Because we kind of talked about it before, like with other shows. If you bring in some random person to like date one of the principal characters, you don't really want to get attached to them. Sometimes, like with How I Met Your Mother, a lot of the women that Ted dates, you're just like, I, I well, I, but I think that show is also predicated on the idea that you wanted to be right about mm-hmm. one of the yeah. one of the new f- potential female leads. Mm-hmm. But but I do also do think there's something very compelling about that, where it's just like this really happens. Like people form genuine human connections with people, and sometimes it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. the f- ha- liking these like red herrings, um, mm-hmm. as almost as much as the characters did, I think makes it more makes their tenure on uh, this sitcom more effective. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm, I guess who would it make sense? So okay, so in your mind, season one. He still breaks up with Julia. He does not get together with Eliza. He meets someone else. Hmm. Well, I mean, we already kind of talked about Henry, like, well, I mean, he reconnected with, like, his one ex, who I think is married and, like, has a kid now. So, like, she's not an option. But I I wonder about, hmm. Here's one suggestion, and maybe okay. it'll inspire you to springboard off of it. All right, cool. Um, both Julia, as, as you mentioned, this fits within... We're, we're able to send Eliza and Julia to a conference together because they occupy a similar, mm-hmm. like, socioeconomic range. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, you know, they're both they're both professionals. Mm-hmm. So maybe this person occupationally is not. You know, maybe they're in a different like wage bracket or whatever you want to call it, salary, whatever. Lower. Yes. Like Cookie Girl from the other episode. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Maybe she comes back in. Oh. Okay. So. And he realizes like he totally wrote her off, just because maybe he was being you know annoying about like oh I don't want to date this girl because she's just a barista she's not like a professional she's not ambitious you know and then he dates someone who's super ambitious and he realizes actually that was not a good fit because we're both so ambitious and so busy you know uh, yeah I, I kind so of he like... like maybe makes more of a personal connection with her because they maybe like that band or something you know previously on selfie and it's like remember um, Cookie where girl? he's just like I didn't order this <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 nuts no thank you and then i i do like the idea of henry being like hmm I, I i i do feel like i may have been quick to disregard or like in all honesty i may have been quick to disregard whatever her name was it's it's fine i i don't know that's yeah, fine i looked it up dang it it's not important yeah or so maybe yeah so maybe we find out more about her she was like working there to like get her master's or something and then she ends up coming to work at another company that they do business with so he meets her in like a new context maybe doesn't even remember a little cookie incident but she does you know do you have a a flaw to give her (laughs) she just likes uh heroin (laughs) what (laughs) i was gonna say she likes henry too much like maybe she's like a bit much but oh is that that's a bad flaw i don't know I mean, it it is not like she's like obsessive or anything, but I feel like that could lead to like quirky situations, you know. My thing is a different show. My thing is like, don't trust to be in apartment twenty three, where it's just like, oh, this perfect man or woman or whatever. Like, they're so nice. It seems like they have no flaws, and then it turns out that they do. Like, they're a drug addict. <laughs> That's like very like don't trust the bee. Okay, I've never seen it. So, so I think I think the issue is. It needs to fit within, like, the comedic boundaries of the show as it exists. Yeah, which is why I didn't say she should be doing hard drugs. <laughs> but maybe that's why they eventually don't work out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the more I talk about it, though, I like the idea of her coming back. And not just because it's John Cho's wife, so I feel like that would be fun. But but you think... I kind of like the idea yeah. of, like, still using a character who we've seen, but giving them um, new life. But the reason they don't ultimately work out is here's an idea, and this seems a little like like untapped territory. I don't watch all the sitcoms, but I you know I kind of know the tropes. Maybe she falls for someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that is like a real world thing that happens, mm-hmm. where you're just like I met someone else, and I realized that they make me feel ways that I don't feel with the person I'm currently with. So. I will leave the person I am with to be with this other person. That Yeah, I like that too because then it doesn't make Henry always the lever. And I think I think it's it's really hard mm-hmm. to be in that situation because I I think you do a lot of like que- questioning yourself mm-hmm. when in reality there's not really like there's nothing you could have done if yeah. the, you didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. It's a good season two idea. 
I think in my perfect world, because we're sort of like wrapping up this particular episode, I would have wanted Julia to be around for five to six episodes. Okay. So you like actually get to know her and she becomes part of the show. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I think the best thing. It's not like she was just like a bump in the road. About becoming attached to a character who comes and goes is that it does open up the door to if they ever do appear again, then you're just like, oh, like, yes, this is so cool. Like, yeah. Whereas the way it is now, if she came back, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, that weird girl. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you said weird. I No one said that so far. What? I didn't say <laughs> and, No, I'm saying that's what other viewers would think. Not me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that about me? Yeah. No, I like that. If this was like, you know, a, a multiple season kind of show. I do think they would have probably kept her out around longer. So you were saying, well, okay, we don't know when they made these episodes, but you were saying this episode, when it aired, the show was already canceled. Yes, correct. So did that change the course of the show? Or do you think that all 13 of these episodes had already been made? I think they might have already finished production. I guess well, that makes sense, because if Hulu got it, I don't think Hulu would have finished production on them. I think they would but have I, said, but oh, I you already made like the, them, we'll take them. But I feel, do you feel like the last episode that they made was made with the knowledge that, well... I think they just put in a montage. Just Honestly, either way. I, I think it would have I think it would have been the mid-season whatever. Finale. Yeah, finale. mid-season finale. And then because it was the finale finale, they were like, what if we put in a montage? And that's like literally it, right? Well... R.I.P. Selfie. Yeah. Did you know that after Julia Child's cookbook was published, the rate at which children, like, I mean, I guess specifically daughters, female babies, were named Julia went up like 42%. Did you just, how did you know that? It's just a piece of trivia. I did not know that. It's a nice name. Now you do. All right. Welcome to the outro, <laughs> listeners. We're just going to tell you where else you can find us online. So if you are on Twitter, it is SelfieVailPod. You can tweet at us. You can follow us. Whatever you, you do on Twitter. to Tumblr, uh, <laughs> you can visit our site, which I will have since updated. It is SelfieValuation.tumblr.com. If you want to email us, you have a lot of thoughts about Julia or anything else we talked about, it is selfie-valuation podcast at gmail uh, selfie-valuation podcast at gmail.com and I will just say tw- Twitter is probably the best way you know if you don't have an account maybe create one just so that you can go and follow us tweet at us um, Beth does a really good job of sort of holding that down so interact with her in that way I think it would be fun for both of you <laughs> it would be fun I've got like a bunch of gifts already queued up that I could send you if you want them um, next week we will be back to recapping episode 8 which is called traumatic party stress traumatic party stress disorder yeah TPSD, TPSD. anyway <laughs> and in that episode Henry has a birthday Come back next Tuesday. Come back next Tuesday. All right. Thanks for listening.